Welcome back to Pod Packa. Today we are with another special guest, and this guest is kind of making some history here on the program because he is our first guest to uh, grow up from outside of the United States. He is from Tokyo, Japan. You might be wondering, well, Tokyo, that's not a small town, Joe. I know, (laughs) but he has made a lot of positive impacts in small communities, including coming to America, where he has been in both large and small cities in America. He knows, you know, hey, what's the difference between the big cities and small cities in Japan and the big cities and small cities in America, which is a very unique perspective that we have never had on this podcast before. So I'm very excited to have this guest on. But he is also working on a senior thesis project because he is a film student at Ithaca College in New York State. And part of his thesis project is making a film and he needs your help because part of his project entails him getting funds for the project from random donors. And if you would be willing to give even a little bit to the project, I know that would mean a lot to Masaki here. So uh, please welcome Masaki Mishuhashi. Thank you for having me. My and I'll be referring to you as Masa, by the way. That's yes, what you go by, Masa. Masa. Yeah. So first off, uh, before we get into talking about your film that you'll be making this spring, uh, how did you end up going from Tokyo, Japan to the middle of New York State in Ithaca, New York? Yeah, so no, that's a great question. Like that's I think that's a great first question. Thank you, thank you for asking me. Uh, I think the first reason was simply I wanted to study film in uh you know US because I had option to study uh film in Japan too, but because of the education system in US really helps filmmakers to develop their creative skill as as in, in addition to you know like the other like a finance and like. Uh, other visual arts too so i thought the u.s you know education system really helps me develop filmmaking skill in addition to other type of skills too so that's why i decided to study in uh new york instead instead of japan yeah um a lot of people wouldn't have the guts to make that big move that you did to pretty much go on to the other side of the world <laughs> to go to college. Right. Uh, how did you get the courage to go do that? Uh, I think so. I, I was, I wasn't, I'm not like, you know, like when I grew up, I went a lot of camping and I, I, I just had a lot of opportunity. I think you shout out to my parents, but I had a lot of opportunity to, you know, go different part of Japan and, you know, spend time with, spend long time with other, you know, people I never met. So I I didn't have like a fear to study abroad in general. So that's why I think it's not necessarily the courage. It's it's more of something like I kind of developed throughout my childhood, in, in, in my opinion, I think. Yeah. So, um, what happened in your childhood and growing up in Tokyo that helped build up that courage? Yeah, so basically, I'm gonna say that like Tokyo is a you know of course 
uh, some people in this uh, podcast right now, you might know about the scale of the Tokyo, but it's a huge metropolitan city. And there are just, you know, so many different type of people, including non-Japanese people too. Like yeah. the neighbor I, I'm, I'm living right now, I, I'm not in Tokyo, by the way, I'm in New York City right now, but the my house in Tokyo, that area is basically surrounded by a lot of foreign embassies. So I get to see a lot of like, you know, people from other countries and sometimes talking, I mean, some people talk only English and stuff. And, and of course, uh, for my middle school and high school, uh, I was in this, you know, European education system instead of like a regular Japanese education system. So that, that kind of helped me to learn, uh, you know, learn English and how to use in academic term in addition to like a daily lives, basically. So that, that's why I, I'm going to say, you know, that's how I develop my skill to study abroad i'm gonna say yeah and by the way your first language is not english yes my first language is japanese yes that that is that blows my mind because <laughs> i cannot <laughs> imagine being um as fluent in english as you are if i was in your shoes because Damn. i even like i even taken like spanish there's no way i could do a podcast in spanish right <laughs> so that just blows my mind and i think people probably are just as shocked listening right now like wait what that's not his first language and he's talking that well like <laughs> that is nuts but anyway besides <laughs> getting away from that um he chose ithaca new york as your place to go to college yes. uh, at ithaca college it's in the same uh town as cornell um yes. and how have you liked ithaca so far I I love Ithaca and you know I I was kind of expecting the environment where uh I can live in between the life of city city life and you know kind of countryside life at the same time because I of course I you know I I grew up in the metropolitan area it's a center of Tokyo but my neighbor is not necessarily like super you know tall building everywhere I mean, maybe some people might count it as a, you know, a lot of like a tall building area, but I'm going to say it's it's less crazy. It's not chaotic. It's quiet too. So I was always living in the environment. So, you know, like I, I was fascinated to study in a place where there's a balance there, yeah. balance between nature and, you know, like a human, human, uh, how to call it, artificial kind of, elements of human be humans humanity yeah at ithaca at um, the park school at ithaca college what you've done so far in college leading up to this point because you'll be doing your senior thesis project this spring right. as a big big deal and uh but what have you done leading up to this point uh working on films and stuff like that right i I think I'm pr mainly proud about three things. The first thing is, you know, the film aspect. And because I had opportunity uh, to work on my friend's thesis film instead of uh, my thesis. Right now I'm working on my thesis film, but last last semester uh, I had an opportunity. No, no, last semester. No, last, last semester, my bad. I had opportunity to direct my 
Friends this film, which is pretty big because it was like a basic practice for the film I'm developing right now. So directing the film was pretty crazy. Like it was like 25 team members in total. And they're all all different of you know crew member and but I managed to direct that. So that's kind of something I'm proud of right now. Mm-hmm. And uh fashion, because fashion is a very important part of my uh you know creative process. And in terms of fashion, I do like a styling for the photographer, I do some styling for set or in, or set design for the photography. And that was kind of main practice I did uh, two year ago. So that was kind of something I'm proud of about. And uh, the last thing is, in terms of like a community, I think you know because I came here when I came here, uh, I didn't I didn't have any friends in Itaka or you know nowhere because I I came Itaka first time, but I get to meet those friends in dorm and you know in park school. So. That kind of helped me develop creating the my own community, and that kind of turned into this exhibit event called Kidoguchi. So that was kind of uh, something I I gonna say I achieved in last three years. Yeah, talk more about the exhibit. What what was the exhibit all about? Yeah, so th- this organization I I, be- I made this you know organization called Kidoguchi, and it's a art organization, and I basically feature a students, uh, painter, photographer, filmmaker, sometimes DJ, uh, sometimes like you know people who can mix drink and stuff. So basically, but I invite those bunch of different type of artists into one house and exhibit their works at the same time. So that's that's basically the organization is uh, made for. Very cool. And yeah. uh, so now this semester you are doing your senior thesis project. Right. Um, what is your senior thesis project about? It's a it's a film about, you know, this one Japan Japanese kids who grew up in Tokyo, but they actually live in 2155 Tokyo instead of like a takes place, you know, now. And the setting is, uh, you know, pe- yeah, basically everyone's prohibited to wear unique clothes except the one pro- provided by the government. So they always need to wear this uniform and it's very restricted lifestyle, right? And But in the within the film, there are three different characters and then they all have different, as, you know, perspective on fashion culture in Tokyo, uh, different perspective or uniform culture, right? So mm-hmm. they kind of clash those thoughts within the film, and that kind of leads them into this, you know, event of the film. So that's like this short film is about. And in order to do this project, you need uh, funding from random people willing to uh, fund your film. Yes, and I will have the link to. Uh, that GoFundMe below. Oh, thank you, thank in you. The so. podcast description on both uh, YouTube and on the uh, audio on the podcast platforms. But if you have any questions about that funding that we don't discuss next, uh, feel free to reach out to uh, myself at podpacka at gmail dot com, and I can try to answer questions as best as I can for you. The point is because I need a. 
I need a you know the funding beforehand to make costume. So I I can't wait that long. Basically, if I don't reach like twenty thousand bucks, it goes to costume. So if I don't reach that amount by like soon soon, it's gonna be hard to make. So that's why I'm kind of、uh, rushing and you know concerning right now. Yeah. Um. So a big part of the cost is the costume design, which is two thousand, and、yes. um, and why? T- tell me more about that because that is fifty percent, approximately, of your、yes. budget is going to be with、uh, fashion and costume design. Right. So I'm going to collaborate with one fashion designer from New York City, and、uh, he's going to make a uniform for the characters. And for another designer, I have LA fashion designer, and he's actually Japanese fashion designer, and he's uh having this brand called Mock. And basically,、uh, I ask him to make a protagonist jacket, which which gonna be basically made with actual Japanese vintage T-shirt. So that's why it costs a lot of、wow. money. So that's the kind of plan I have because it's a clashing of traditional Japan and modern Japan. And to express that, I really needed that two different type of costume and plus skill set. A people skill set who can make that happen. So that's why it costs that much. And by the way, this is not the norm for a senior thesis project. This is a pretty ambitious senior thesis project. You are looking to get seven thousand dollars in total for、yes. your project, and、uh, a lot of that cost is for the fashion, like you mentioned. Why do you feel like you need? These fashion designers who are not students who are professionals to、right. help you with this project to make、uh, to make this project what you are hoping it can be. Right. Yeah. So I think the main reason is、uh, because you know I was always dreaming to、uh, f- have fashion show film. I I was always dreaming to not have my bad、uh, to produce or direct. Fashion show film, because I grew up in the area where a lot of you know like the fashion culture was born. Basically, the Harajuku that's the place I spent most of my middle school and high school. And this street is known as like a mecca of fashion. Like if you know, you know,、uh, like the Pharrell Williams,、uh, Kanye West, of course, like、uh, Travis Scott, and those you know rappers nowadays they're super famous now. But when when they're like you know two thousand early two thousand they're visiting Tokyo to get those items from Tokyo so that's the kind of street I grew up so because of that I mean not grew up I spent most of the time so that's why the fashion to me is a big chunk of my life and it's a part of my identity like who I am the people who define me. Who taught me the lessons was the people who work in fashion industry. So that's why I think fashion is a very important part for me. And you mentioned that where you grew up, there's a big fashion influence in your hometown. Yes, your hometown is what makes this project so important to you. Is、yep. because you are you are doing this for where you grew up. Yes, definitely because. I I want to return this project to my hometown, you know, because like they grew me and they they helped me, 
you know, identify who I am. Like I was, I, I was really struggling academically in middle school, but because I got into fashion, I, I found something passionate about and film too. Like film and fashion is always something holding me to who I am, you know, like it, it kind of, it creates the identity and then, you know, define me who I am. So that's why I just can't separate that from myself and i need a fashion designer for that not the student's costume designer because the people who work in fashion industry is different it's different to you know someone who do for hobby because they making money with clothes to live their life they're putting so much energy to it that's how important it is so that's why i want to i want to you know pay them and also of course because i you know i don't have like I don't think they're gonna say yes, but I had the option to not pay too if I yeah. want. But I, I, I would love to pay for it because they put so much energy and they put their life there. So this, this is, this is like, this is the two different people's, you know, lives into the clothes. So, it, it, you know, it worth, it worth paying for it. Yeah. And again, the link uh, to donate to that GoFundMe for Masa's uh, Senior Thesis Project is in the description of the podcast below. So what is the rest of the money that you are raising to have this, to make this film happen? Where's the rest of that money going that's not in the fashion? Uh, I'm going to use for one set design, of course. Because I need to create this. And by the way, all casters are Japanese and they all speak in Japanese. So I need to make the entire house uh, look like a Tokyo, but even though it's a Western house. So that's why I need a 1,000. And also I need another 1,000 for the film festival. And and then a uh, few of them go into uh, a catering and the gas money. So those like a small spending for that, and for the ins- and then if we uh, have some insurance, I we need to subscribe for. We're gonna use money for that too, so that's the kind of main expense. But we are not going to spend any money for the equipment because we're gonna rent. We're gonna rent from the school, so we we pretty don't need it. Yeah, but you did mention that uh, your cast will be speaking Japanese in this film. Yes. Talk to me more about that because there can't be many people in Ithaca that speak Japanese that fluently. How are you going to accomplish that? So for one of the characters, I'm going to ask this one Japanese friend, shout out to Ren. His name is Ren, but I'm going to ask, I mean, I already asked him and he said yes. So I I probably ask him for that role. So that's, that's one person. And for the protagonist, I was initially thinking finding someone, but maybe okay. This is this is something uh, it might change, right? It might change later, but I think I'm I probably if I don't find anyone, I'm going to do the role by myself, the protagonist role, because I I have understanding about the character way more than anyone. I know I know that, so I'm going to do that by myself. I think. And then another character I still finding. Let's talk about your experience in America more. Mm. Because you have gotten the opportunity to live in many places with your friends. Uh, since there are people from just about 
everywhere that go to Ithaca College. So you have gone to live in large and small cities. What has that been like living in America and getting to experience a bunch of different cultures in America? I mean, I enjoy it for sure. Yeah. I always enjoy every place I go. But I got to say, each city has people who grew up with like a different mindset and thought. That's the kind of big difference I always feel. Like, of course, the, you know, like the cu- culture, like, the, you know, the, it could be music, it could be food. Those are different too. But I really felt the people's mind is very different. Like the way they think. And it could be, you know, like, a, I don't know, some people are like spiritually different. Some people are uh, politically different. Just a bunch of difference, right? Yeah. But I've seen that from so many different perspectives because, you know, I'm not from here. So I I don't, I, I when I see someone, even though in Japan too, like when I go to a new place, I try not to stand on the one side because everything has two different you know, aspects to it. Like it, nothing in life is one aspect anyway. So, you know, there's no such thing as one and that's it. Or yeah, there's two sides to the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why I was thinking, I thought, I see that. I see that there, everything has two sides and good and bad and sometimes turn into bad, something turn into good. And I try to see the goodness from everyone. So that's the kind of, you know, mindset I always had. And I I developed through the traveling too. What was a place that you stayed at that surprised you the most? Yeah, I think I'm going to say New York City because I didn't expect, like, I thought that New York City is way different from the way I thought. Like, I thought New York City is, this is just a may imagine, but, but, you know, like people often talk about New York City is super fast paced. Everything is too fast loud and crazy but when i get there i didn't really feel that pressure in my daily life i felt more comfortable living there maybe because i was saying you know queens uh brooklyn uh not manhattan though so that's probably why but it's pretty chill and the people are very chill and very some some parts are actually very community organized so and there's a culture developed in each community like other place do. So the way I thought was completely kind of swapped. So that's why I thought New York City is kind of, you know, like the city really surprised me when I went. So you've gone to stay in smaller towns and in larger cities. Um, if you were to live in America yeah. after college and you could live anywhere you want, let's say. Do you think you would enjoy living in a smaller town or in a big city? I mean, I would love to live in a smaller town if I can. But because financial reason, I don't think I have. I mean, of course, you know, city is way more expensive. Yeah. But maybe the, uh, unless I have like a really good remote work and I can hold my rent together and I ha- I can find a job, uh, I can live in the countryside. But yeah. Just depends on that, like seriously. Well, let me let me rephrase the question. Um, did you enjoy living in a smaller town more, or did you li- enjoy living in a larger city that's more? A, that's a very difficult question because the definition of small and big is very different, in my opinion. Yeah, 
I guess um, for this, I would consider Ithaca to be small compared to New okay. York City. Uh, I live in city for sure. That's the case. Okay. I, I live in big city because I grew up in, you know, Tokyo. So I grew up in that environment. So I like to see when I we need to access something, I, I, I want to be able to walk there instead of look up in online. Because I, I, I also like, I prefer, you know, uh, in-person relationship way more than online. So when yeah. I need to talk with some, you know, these artists or, because especially I'm, you know, filmmaker. So I need to be able to access them like in person. So I want to live in city for sure. So it sounds like it's more the resources uh, that makes the biggest difference to you as to why you like being in a larger city more than when you were living in a smaller city sure. or town. Really, that's the only reason I'm gonna say because I like the I like countryside environment too. Like that's to me that's like the greatest environment to think and create something. Like yeah. It's like honestly, like I think it's really good to just stay yourself in the forest and just nothing it dis- di- disturb you, uh, distract you, which I could do in Wapaka. So that's why I really like the Wapaka because of it, because you know I I was able to literally stay in and focus on myself because nothing distract me. But when I go city, there's so much distraction there. You know, so much thing I need to think, so much people, so much projects I need, you know, I can work on. But whether I do it or not, it depends on how I don't get distracted by that. By the so, way, I'm not trying to yeah. um, influence you to saying, you know, yeah. is better or anything. I'm I'm on your honest opinion because most of the people that come on the podcast, you know, they are very involved in a small community. They, they're, of course, going to say, oh, I didn't like the big city and i rather be in a small town, which is perfectly fine. But in your case, you're the opposite. I'm very interested in that. And I think it's important to, on this podcast, to share both sides of that. Um, and you, en- it's not like you hate small towns or anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> you, you enjoy being in small towns. It's just different. You want to be in a big city and that's, that's exactly. awesome. I do want to talk about your time in Wapaka because Wapaka is very small compared to yeah. pretty much any other town and city that you have stayed in, in the three and a half years you've been in America. And, um, because Wapaka's population is around 6,000. Right. And you also came to Wapaka in the winter and not the summer. Right. You got to experience a very different type of cold that is in central Wisconsin compared to in the other places that you have been. What was being in Wapaka like during the winter? And uh, people are probably thinking, wow, you're nuts to go Wapaka in the winter compared to summer. Why did you decide to do that? Because I think, I mean, you you mentioned me too, but it's you know like this like the snowy field is like one of you know pretty most beautiful scenery we can see, you know like I of course I like seeing the field, but snow is something specifically you know for winter and you know Japan has like uh, four seasons too, so but we don't see that much snow as much as you guys do. So I wanted to see that. I wanted to see the phenomenon of it. So that's why I was, you know, I de- I decided to go during winter instead. 
Yeah, and uh, there was a lot more snow than this year when you were here. Uh, this year is actually the warmest Christmas. It's been 50. There's no snow on the ground right now. Uh, wow. So you got pretty lucky uh, for wanting to see the snow and experience the cold. But uh, you also got to go to a uh, Green Bay Packer game, which is pretty cool. Yeah, that was crazy. Like That was the the greatest like freaking game <laughs> that was so fun people are really passionate about sports here especially american football yes. uh what was it like going to the uh packer game compared to maybe a sporting event in japan and you've been around lots of buffalo bills fans who are known for right. being very rowdy and passionate right. so what has it been like uh with sports and american I mean, culture Bro, like sports here is like ridiculously crazy. <laughs> like people's passion for sports is just like, like I can't explain, man. Like back home, of course, there are people who love sports, but the way people actually like the amount of people involved in sports, the amount of, you know, boys, right? Yeah. <laughs> in sports is nuts to me. You know, like that the culture, like it's culture to me. Like the the way people interrogate, the way people express their emotion here is just crazy. And I love it. <laughs> I like surrounding myself with that. Well, people's moods can even be the like their whole mood for the whole week can be yeah, heavily exactly. influenced on sports here, and that's very I, different. I never yeah, I never interested in talk about, you know, basketball or baseball or football that long, you know. Yeah. Um, is there anything that is close to that in Japan? Because here on Sunday, I mean, football is like almost right. a tradition. Is there anything yeah. that is similar oh, to that in Japan? I, I gotta say World Cup for you know World Cup for uh baseball, World Cup for football, football, uh, uh, soccer, people yeah. go soccer, but football or soccer. Um so for that, so that's one. That's a big event for us. And Olympic. What about event. outside of sports? Like, is there any art or film or TV or just a event in general that people, you know, get really pumped up for on a weekly, monthly basis? I can't think at the moment, but I'm gonna say the baseball event, the high school baseball event called Koshien. Koshien is like known as one of like huge, huge. Yeah, it's a huge, like it's a pretty biggest low key. It's a high school, bro. It's a high school baseball, but that event is like huge. Everyone watch that shit because we can, you know, because we can basically get to see youth fighting for, you know, they they passionate. They only thing they do is really baseball, like that level. So it's like you know, seeing their putting their life into this, you know, baseball as a sport. Yeah, so it's a pretty cool event. Yeah, Koshien, check it out, <laughs> Masa. It was awesome having you on Podpaka. I Thank know you. if you're watching the YouTube version, um, you may see I'm turning blue. That's because it's getting dark. Uh, yes, that's is. how long we've been talking. Uh, yeah. So it's been fun to uh, talk with you, Masa. And uh, if you again, if you have any interest or know any business or anyone at all that would have any interest in helping. Yes. Masaki's senior thesis film out. Uh, yes, please please uh, 
click on the link uh, below in the podcast description, or if you have any more questions about the film, email me at podpacka at gmail.com and I will answer any question you might have and help you and help guide you uh, into uh, helping Masaki's film. Uh, Mm -hmm. This is a very important film to Masaki. uh, And I, you know, I really hope that uh, you get to that 7,000 uh, Podpaca will be donating to your thesis film project. Uh, so I'm really excited about it. And, uh, yeah, thank you again, Masa, for being on. Of course. Thank you.